do you know? I am a big fan of watching Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. You get to learn a new Jamaican vocabulary word or even a Jamaican phrase. I'm always looking forward for the great vibes, the great things that they discuss, a lot of things that are going on in Calgary, across Canada, and of course, Jamaica. What is going on in Jamaica? But check out what I want. Watch what I'm going It's very interactive. You learn a lot. And you know, great vibes, great music. Watch what I'm going Relevant and entertaining. So keep up the good work. Watch what I'm going Watch what I'm going on. Big up yourself. What I'm going on. 2022. Bless you. Bless you. Greetings, beautiful people. What a guan, what a guan. My name is King Shadrach, and tonight I'm your host on the program, What a Guan. I'm the host with the most. I'm in our brag, I'm in our boss, all right? Now, tonight we have a beautiful, beautiful program tonight, um, full of excitement. You know, we're going to have some, some talking. And we also have the word of the day. is going to be a beautiful part of the day. But before we get into that, let me introduce myself to you. My name is um, King Shadrach. I'm a reggae artist, originally born and grew from Montego Bay, Jamaica, St. James. Uh, moved to Canada a while back. Now I'm living in Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, so that I go on. So, you know, speak, pick up a little French here and there, you know. If you want to check out some of my music, you can always go to kingshadrachmusic.com. Uh, That's my website. You can hear some more about... Um, what kind of music? What kind of music we sing? You know, roots music. Um, why am I here? I'm I'm also affiliated with Jamaica Association of Montreal, so we work closely with the cultural events and and current events. What Montreal? Um, it, because Jamaica, the Jamaica Association of Montreal is a piece of Jamaica in Canada, right? So we have different Jamaica associations across Canada. So this is why we try to bring you information that's happening in regards to Jamaican Canadians living um here because you know you hear news about jamaica you know and then you hear news about canada canada so we need we, we're bringing you jamaican canadian news all right so like i said my name is king shadrach and i'm the most and i want you guys to be more interactive per se you know hit us up on the social media with upon facebook with upon youtube also right just you know send me a link Ask us some question. Be interactive. Just let us know that you're there. All right? Let us know that you're here because if you have some news event, you can tell us about it also in your era in Canada. All right? So today, <laughs> we're going to introduce the um, the Pato word of the day. And the Pato word of the day is white squad. Now, I don't know. A lot of people walk around and say, what? Oh, man, Jamaican, we know about Jamaican, but enough people don't even never heard the word white squad. So before we go, before we go no further, me, I'm going to tell you a thing. In a Jamaica, almost every Jamaican at one point in time got through white squad, right? So you ever been hungry and the more kind of white as so, well? That's called white squall. So, when a man say, boy, white squall, I kill him, he's mostly white. You want to mouth white because he's hungry. You want some sugar and water. You want something to eat. <laughs> okay, so that's the word of the day. I want somebody to write in uh, to, to write in and use the word white squall in a sentence for us. Okay? Because I remember one day me I come from school and I said, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I tell him I'm hungry. I'm nearly dead. White squall nearly kill me is a good thing. So me brought my virgin and give me some sky juice and piece of bulla. So him saved me from white squall for kill me. See, so that's my use of the word white squall. So when you guys get a chance, please type in, write us how you would use the word white squall. If you've ever used the word white squall before, let me know if today is the first time you've heard about um the word white squall. All right. So before now we're gonna do a little um recap. Of, of last week because last week was a very interesting story um we talk about um has black life blm movement advanced 
the cast of Blacks in Canada. You know, we spoke with um, Constable Allen. And if you missed that show, you can go check it out on our YouTube page. It's, it's YouTube, what I go on YouTube page. If you missed it, it was a very interesting um, subject. We, we, we get a chance to sit down and listen and learn and understand what I go on in the system here with the, um, the Black Lives Matter movement. And um, let us hear from you. Let us hear what you think about that. Go check it out. Go watch it. We're the, we, um, we are on LinkedIn, we're upon YouTube, we're upon Instagram, we're upon Facebook scene. It's our stories and our experience. And remember, the show is called What I Want. All right? Okay, so before we go further, we're going to go into some um, some news and news and features. Okay? We're going to want some events that's going to be going on in and around the city. Okay, so Saturday, March the 5th. Um, 2022 at 5 p.m. The JCAA Games Night is going to include in some snacks, surprises. So let me ask. They're asking you to come out and join at um the JCA building. JCAA building. That's number six one one three two zero eight eight Avenue, Calgary, Alberta, Northeast. All right. Tell them second Shadrach send you from Watagwan. Make sure you make it a date and don't be late. And over here on my side in Montreal, the Caribbean. Coalition Network Montreal present celebrating national heroes and heroines. All right, you have to make sure so you check out this one. Make it a date and double it. This is going to be Sunday and the twenty seventh um, of February at four p.m. Login Zoom Zoom registration. You can go to celebratingbhm.eventbrite.ca. All right, so make sure you come out, represent your flag. Represent your people, represent where you come from. That's the Caribbean Coalition Network of Montreal. Make it a date and don't be late. And also, we're going to have in Montreal, we have the Reggae Symposium from the Jamaica Association. We're going to have a lot of special guests there. We're going to have um, special guests from Jamaica, special guests from Canada. We're going to have featuring, I'm going to highlight the reggae music, of uh, how reggae came over the, the, the years the evolution of reggae. It's been 60 years now since we've been independent. So you wanna, we wanna, we, we, we're going to do showcases. I myself as an artist in Montreal, I'm going to be performing on that show also. So it's going to be a beautiful show. You can stream it online or you can come check out the show. All right. So it's Reggae Symposium, the 60th anniversary of Jamaican independence. February the 26th, Saturday from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, make it the date and do not be late. Yeah. All right. So now we're talking about over in Toronto, the JCA Women's Community presents Women Recognizing Women. It's the 22nd Annual International Women's Day event. It's um, these with women who inspire change, you know, strong women who inspire change. And so it's going to be an award celebration. Okay, so it's on March the 13th, Sunday, from 2 to 3.30 p.m. There's going to be live performances. You can also um, stream it live on their Facebook. Okay, so make it a date and don't be late. Make sure you check it out. Women Who Inspire Change is an awards and celebration. Tell them I said you're supposed to come there. All right. Come on. IRL Fest. Check this out. IRL Fest, ladies and IRL Winter Fest from March 3 to 6. Artists. Yeah, and that was IRL Fest. Seen from March the 3rd to the 6th. IRL Winter Fest. And it's going to be at 276 Main Street parking lot. Steinbeck, uh, make sure you make it a date or, or there. It's going to be three shows per day. Tickets are now available on Eventbrite. And you can go to iralfest.com. iralfest.com. So it's all about the March the 3rd to the 6th. It's Iral Winterfest 2022. Make it a date and don't be late. Steinbeck up there over in Manitoba. Tell the people them say over what I go on in your ear. Say it a go on. Okay. Tonight we're gonna have a beautiful show, ladies and gentlemen. Really, 
It's a very interesting. So we're going to be talking about um, the economic uh, and civic influence of Jamaicans in the diaspora. Our guests will be um, Captain Kevin Juna and Professor Silvanus Thompson. Okay, so that's going to be on the Wataguan program. Before we go any further, let me elaborate again. We would like for you to guys, we want to support. We want you to type in, write in, send us a message. Actually, send us a video too and tell us Wataguan. Say Wataguan. Say, yo, me love Wataguan, right? We're waiting. We would like to hear from you. Same. Send it the video. We'll put it on live before we start in the show and during the show. Wataguan. We want to hear about Wataguan from you. Okay? So listen. Right about now, we want to take um, a little time to to reason, okay? So it's a reasoning time. I'm going to introduce you to um, a very good friend of mine, okay? Is... Greetings, brother. King Shadrach. Yes. Yes, my brother. What a one, sir. Yes, a white squad, they'll kill you. White squad, they'll kill you. I'm going to get some sky juice and piece of bull. I'm already dead. But sky juice can't treat. With piece of bull, with piece of bull, let me tell you something. When you're hungry, a source of water alone can't do it. If I lick it with a syrup, the pan top of the water, you feel like you eat. That means saying, if you don't know that, you don't know white squad. You need some syrup for breaking the white squad. Something for bring sitting for bringing top back, you understand? Yeah, and piece of bull like here. Half a bull Listen, there are a lot of people who go through white squad and all kinds of things and then them, them achieve greatness, not true? Yes, because we understand the struggle. We understand, we know what it feels like to not have. You understand what I mean? Yeah, so we yeah. don't want, sometimes it's a place like that we don't want to go back to, right? All right, I hear you, brother. Yes, I hear yes, you. Well, yes. so it go. We're going to have a little reasoning, right? We're going to have a little reasoning. I'm going to come back later and, and talk to you a little bit more. All right, sir. All right, folks. Uh, welcome again to Time to Reason. And it's, it's good to have you with us. Today, we're going to talk about the economic and civic contributions of Jamaicans in the diaspora. And I have two awesome guests coming to share their experience. I have Captain Kevin Junior, uh, who spent nearly three decades with the Canadian Armed Forces and today continues his work in, in the area of security. He serves as, uh, what's this now? as a, the, the serving officer with the Canadian Armed Forces, and he's done a number of things. He's won a, a number of awards, including the Order of Military Merit. He has also been awarded the Harry Jerome Professional Excellence Award. Uh, this in, a, in addition to serving as the security representative for the Global Jamaica Diaspora Council, right? And we're gonna hear the captain here in a little bit. We also have the professor, Dr. Sylvanus Thompson, uh, noted, for his service in, in, in public health, uh, a number of, of uh, degrees and certificates and all of that. But maybe most notable is that he's somebody who has been recognized for his contribution to environmental health. Uh, he's the recipient of the Governor General of Jamaica Diaspora Award of Excellence. He's also been recognized by the Jamaica Diaspora and Friends uh, through the Champions Award for Dedicated Service. And he's also been recognized uh, by the Ontario government uh, with the Ontario Government Award for Excellence in Service to the Community. So to awesome Jamaicans who have done human service representing us, I'm going to bring them on uh, to talk to us here on Wataguan. The captain and the professor, greetings, <laughs> greetings. Welcome to Wataguan. <laughs> Yeah, bless up, um, Donovan, and thanks for the opportunity to talk about Wagwan still. <laughs> Donovan, listen, Donovan, you have me sitting beside this man here, and, you know, this is just a blessing. Yeah, just a blessing. Before we get into the serious conversation, even though this is serious, uh, and I'm maybe, uh, Doc, White Squall, that ever happened to you? That was. 
I'm from I'm from rural Jamaica, you know, right from Clarendon, um, place called Victoria, just outside Thompson Town. So most time I tell people I have my own town. So I yeah. used to walk, you know, I used to walk to catch a bus at Thompson still. And so my time, you know, where I come from school, late. Mm -hmm. Trust me, the white squad, I know about that. White squad beat you. Captain, yeah. that happened to you? Listen, in preparation for, 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 the, for the chat, we went upstairs and we had a piece of um, hardware bread with some butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fit for Britain, the white squad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, listen. Uh, both of you gentlemen have, you know, spent some time here in Canada, and the the diaspora is is a is a part of. I'm going to say a part of you because I know both of you, and the contributions you have made. Uh, maybe let's start the conversation a little bit about the 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 contribution. Some of the things that you have seen as it relates to Jamaicans in the diaspora contributing from a civic and an economic perspective. And I, I want to get it from the, the perspective of the small man, the little things that people don't hear about. Uh, Doc, maybe let's start with you. Okay. So, you know, um, I've been very active in the community and, you know, mainly through work with the Jamaican Canadian Association. Everybody knows about the JCA. So, I get to see exactly what's happening in the community. And a number of things, as a matter of fact, made major contributions are contributions that nobody know about from Jamaicans. And it's something that cannot be, be quantified. If you look at, for example, what's happening very, very recently since another couple of days ago with Randy's party, right? You know, um, before Randy's decided to close down, aside from the Jamaicans and those who go to the party place, who knows about Randy's party and the kind of contribution that party is actually making to, to Canada? So in, in every every aspect of Canadian <coughs> life, you know, Jamaicans have been have been making contribution. Lots of contribution, not just to to um to Canada, but to to back home, you know, um, you know, remittance, barrels, all that kind of stuff. So yes, Jamaicans have always been making contribution. And we're talking about the small man. We're not talking about the persons at the, the level that everybody knows about. Right. Uh, Captain, you, you've been on the, the, the professional side and you've, you know, especially serving in the armed forces. Uh, people necessarily don't see some of the work that Jamaicans in the diaspora do in that area. You want to share a little bit of your experience, 30 years in, in, in that area, on, on some of those contributions? The, the, um, we're, we're, we're blessed with people in the military who really give of themselves. Um, you know, we've, we've got a strong uh, presence for people that, that come from, the, from Jamaica. Um, from the JDF, and they come over here, and they're saying, "We want to continue to serve." As a matter of fact, I was I was talking to um, somebody just uh, yesterday, and he was talking about when he left Jamaica and he came here. One of the way that he wanted to give back was to join the military, and a lot of people don't know this, but you've got the the military that is your career, and I mean it's your it's your nine to five, um, twenty four seven job. You also have the reserves, and the reserves is where you know you do it on a part-time basis. It might be one or two night, nights um, a, a week, and one or two or more weekends per, per month. Um, and uh, I find that a lot of us will um, look at the reserves and say, "Hey, here's an opportunity to to give back." Right? Um, we, we we had um, we're we're probably a laughing stock of people out west. But years ago, when we had that snowstorm in Toronto, and mm -hmm. they, 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 they called out the army, right? Um, I, was, I was the sergeant major for that. And um, uh, among the team, there were a number of individuals who were Jamaican. They would come to me and say, sir, listen, man, it's cold out there, and we have to throw the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, people are, are, are giving back. When we've, we've got the floods, um, I, I can always um, identify a number of individuals who um, or, or for, from the, the, the diaspora that's that's contributing. Yeah, all right, that's good. Uh, but let's go down the path of whether or not there is acceptance of this contribution and recognition. You know, usually, you know, they say a king is without honor in his own country. Uh, so, Doc, 
do the Jamaicans see and, 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 and realize the significance of the contribution of the Jamaicans in the, in the diaspora? I, yes, I think so, you know. I think that especially, you know, in more recent time, maybe through the diaspora movement, right? You know, start having the conferences and all that kind of stuff. The, the, the challenge I have with that, though, is um, the conferences every two years. So at conference, you know, everybody's out there, recognize every, your contribution. We thank you for your contribution and all that. But once the conference is done, mm -hmm. you don't see much of that happening, right? Right. But I think, you know, the, um, the, the, the contribution, I think there's a different uh, an effort being made to, to recognize that contribution. And like I said before, it's not just a repentance. It's the kind of support that you can give, right, especially in healthcare and education. So, mm -hmm. so yes, I think an effort is being made, maybe through the mainly through the, the, the Global Diaspora Council, previously Jamaica Diaspora Advisory Board, right? Mainly mm -hmm. through that. So yes, I think so now. Uh, uh, Captain, let, let's hear you on that because you are you're a part of the or an advisor, a security advisor uh, on the you know Global Jamaica Diaspora Council. Uh, is there enough recognition and is there enough movement uh, on that council around? you know, the contributions that we're making from a civic and economic perspective? Um, the the key word that you're saying is enough. And um, enough is subjective, right? Um, for, for for a guy like me, the fact that I was selected to be at the council, that's that's rec that's enough recognition for me, right? Uh, because my, my, my position, it, it wasn't, an, it's not an elected position. Right. It is a, a position where um, I was appointed to, to, to the council. So that's that that's recognition. Uh, I think also with the advent of um, or the use of social media a lot more, uh, people are, are finding out more impact that, that we're having. Mm -hmm. Right. And and the the, the Global Diaspora Council um, is actually doing a lot more to to highlight and identify the impact of the, the diaspora. Uh, so uh, I, I think there is there's a, a great movement. The, the, the fact that uh, Donovan, you, you, you myself met at um, where, where you, you were um, recognized for, mm -hmm. for your out, outstanding co contribution, right? Um, those those are, are, are things that um, it, it, it's showing that the three of us sitting, sitting here right now having this conversation, we're examples of um of being of, of the recognition that, that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh let's 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 go down the path though of the people in Jamaica who are thinking about foreign and how they see foreign <laughs> uh and the contributions that come from foreign. Uh do you think they diversify the view of of how we are here and what we should contribute and how we should contribute back to home? If I should start with that, I would say no, right? And let me give you a quick example. Um, a, a group of us, you know, um, we had the, the Jamaica Diaspora Canada Foundation. A group of us, we wanted to go down and to do some work. And we decided we'd go to a health center to do some work and make some contributions there. But we didn't want to decide for ourselves what they needed. So we asked them what they need. <laughs> And the list, I, you know, it was difficult to find anything on that list, right? That we could actually do, you know. So sometimes the, the expectations is is kind of, you know, is really, you know, not not realistic. <laughs> Captain, how do you think they see the diaspora and the contributions? Well, you know, we're a bottomless pit, right? Um, we can provide just about anything, and I don't think the. the the decision-making process to prioritize things, it's non-existent. It's give me everything. So uh, I, I think what one of the, the things that, that we, 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 we need to do is to assist in, um, in an exercise that would prioritize um, things. I'm, I'm working on some projects in Jamaica and every project that I work on I always go th go through and I ask, what's the top three priorities, right? Um, you know, we're, we're going to get as much as we can, but what are those three things that make you lose sleep at night? Right. And if you can identify those as a group, then at least we've got a, a good starting point, and then the, the rest can come. 
Yeah, uh, I'm going to go political a little bit and, and challenge you, gentlemen, because is there a difference in the perspective of or the, the actions and expectations of the Jamaican government, for example, relating to diaspora uh, versus the individual man? Uh, are, are some of the expectations the same and some of the practices the same? Whether we're talking about government or we're talking about the small man? Kevin? Um, you know, I, I don't think that there's a big difference. Um, I, 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 I believe that, um, and that the message that I get um, is this is what we would like, right? And as we, we, we go, go through the, the, the conversation, um, again, just, just a, as I said, uh, it was identified years ago that um, what what we need to be able to do is to make is to have an effective decision making process, mm -hmm. right? If we have an effective decision making process, then it is easy for us to say this is what we're we're looking for, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I, I I believe um, if you if you talk to all the all the different ministries out there, they've got their priorities and they say, well, I want this. Well, um, there's there's one Kevin, there's one Doc, there's one Donovan. So if you're gonna if you're gonna come to us and say, well, we want um, five things, well, each of us can only provide one. Right. So um, as a government or as an individual, um, go through the process and identify those those parties. What and identify what's above the line and what's below the line. Right. So, oh, I see this Donovan. Um, it's similar to what Kevin said. Um. The government knows what we can do or well, what we are allowed to do or we are permitted to do, right? right? And the ordinary person might not know that, right? There are a number of guidelines if you want to donate, right? And it's going through the government. There are a number of guidelines, right. you know, impossible hoops that you have to go through. <laughs> right? so, so they know that, right? Again, you know, like we said, during the conference time, they'll tell you, oh, yeah, we're going to be, you know, making things easy. It's going to be easy for you to donate, you know, but once the conference is done, that's gone, right? The ordinary person does not know that. The ordinary right. person, you can, you can, you know, donate an ambulance, right? And and it goes to the hospital you wanted to go. They think you can donate some beds and it goes directly there. So that's the difference between the government. The government, despite, you know, in spite of what they say, they know, you know, that we'll have to follow these guidelines. Some of the guidelines impose on them, you know, based on IMF and other, you know, other requirements, mm -hmm. but they do know, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to shift this a little bit and get some personal perspectives. Uh, you guys have been in, in, the, in, in, in Canada and you've, you've done well professionally. And I, I, I'm always keen on getting the perspective based on your achievement and the recognition you have on the likelihood of, of achieving and doing the same thing if you were there versus here. Oh. So, <laughs> you know, um, I started public health in Jamaica, right? I, mm -hmm. You know, the number of training. I worked with the Ministry of Health in Jamaica for quite some while at various levels, you know, right up to, to the top, right? And then when I came to Canada, I went to Ryzen. And I benefited from that training in Jamaica in that it was a four-year program I went into. And I went directly into the third year. Because the training I had, you know, a previous training was recognized. Mm -hmm. So I benefited from that component. The, the challenge I had with that, after finishing my training, I went back to Jamaica, right? And, you know, with all this new learning, and I didn't get a chance to practice none of what I learned, right? Mm -hmm. And that resulted in, you know, I'm getting frustrated and I left again and I came back, right? So in terms of training, the opportunities that I had here, I would not have had that in Jamaica. And the opportunity to practice that experience, that new learning, I got that opportunity here. I didn't get it there. I, you know, I, I was the one who developed the, the current food safety program in Toronto, you know, for the disclosure program for the posting of the signs. And that's adapted right up a number of places in Canada and elsewhere in the world. And I tried to introduce that into Jamaica, right? You know, I try, and, you know, the, 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 the acceptance wasn't there, right? right. So, so, you know, it's, um, I, I find it much easier doing things here based on your training and experience than I, than I did in Jamaica. I tried. Yeah, yeah. Captain? Uh, uh, you know, my, my, my story is a, a little bit different. Um, actually, it's vast, vastly different. I came here when I was 10, right? So um, 
come the Canadian way is all that I know. Right. But if I if I look back at um, being in Jamaica, I I grew up with my grandmother. My mom was here, and we were with my grandmother until she passed. If if my mom didn't find a way to bring us here, I don't. I definitely would not have achieved um, the the success that that I have here, because. Um, you know, here I, I could sit down and I could see people that's achieving things and I could work towards that, even though it was challenging mm-hmm. right? because I didn't have those mentors and people to guide me. Mm-hmm. But there, um, you know, I I had my grandmother and I had um, this man that took care of us when um, when we, we, we needed a belt or something like that. But outside of that, it was that, that was it. Um, so if, if I, if I was in Jamaica, I, I don't, I don't see Kevin as, as a successful, um, young man growing up. Um, God, God would have to, would have to take over and make sure that something happened. (laughs) Well, well, maybe he did take over. Look what you achieved, right? Uh, and, and those who are watching, you know, please, if you have some questions, throw it in the comment section. We're going to have a Q and A and, you know, challenge. Uh, Doc and Captain here to, to, to answer a few questions as well from you. Uh, Doc, let's talk a little bit about the generations and, and passing down the energy and this willingness to make civic and economic contributions as, as Jamaicans in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you see happening and some of the things that need to happen to ensure that this train of contributions, you know, more captains and more Docs, you know, show up uh, in the future. So, uh, being a part of a JCA, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about the experience from the JCA and the and the efforts we are being we are making from the JCA to that. The JCA had a very very active youth arm, right? It's not so as so active now than you know as it used to be, but the whole intent of that is to to pass on this, right? To let them see, you know, what they're seeing as you know, we're not going to be around for forever, right? To let them know the importance of you know, making that kind of contribution to, to the community. So we had that. Um, you know, we work with that. We have a, a scholarship awards program to recognize mm-hmm. the contributions you know, of these young people. It's not very often that you hear about, uh, you know, a young person, you know, doing this, doing some kind of studies at aerospace engineering, that kind of stuff. You're not going to be seeing that in the, the newspaper. So we have a scholarship program. It has been going on for a number of years. We have donated thousands of dollars to that program. And it's really to encourage these, to, these young persons, you know, to, to, to do that. And we, we, we have efforts like, you know, during Black History Month, you know, we, we go and we do with, um, stuff with, with the young, especially with younger persons. So that's them no importance of giving back, you know, and show them how they can get involved. Yeah. Captain, what do we have to do to ensure that, you know, this, this tradition uh, continues? I, I don't know if you've heard the acronym WIFM. Yeah. Uh, with him is what in it for me, right? And we have we have a ge- generation that look at the with him. What's in it for me? What what am I getting out of it? Um, we uh, within, within within my family, I, um, I I I see that my children, my daughter in particular, she she wants to be Jamaican. She she said, Daddy, I'm I'm Jamaican. I see. I see my uh, my my niece. I'm 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 Jamaican. You know, born here in Canada in Toronto. Um, what we find though is um, the next generation. They want to be Jamaican, but not to give to Jamaica in the way that we did. Right. I I I, I grew up with my mom taking her paycheck, um, sending to us, and when we left. Um, she still kept on sending because, <laughs> I mean, it it was in the DNA. Yeah, yeah. Um, we 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 are doing some of that, but um, you know the stats are showing that um, each generation is given less. So it's it's to kind of kind of get them climatized to to Jamaica and understand the important um, important role that we play um, in the diaspora in maintaining things there. And, um, you know, I, I, I made sure that my daughter um, and family got um, linked up with 
um, members of the government. Right. Because being linked with the government, um, they can have those conversations um, mm -hmm. at, a, at a higher level than going to a resort and spending a few dollars. Right. Right. And, and Donovan, if I might add to that, you know, through the, the diaspora movement, there is actually a youth arm. Yes, yes. Youth so there's a global diaspora youth council, you know, mm -hmm. which is an effort, you know, to really get the youth involved. Yeah. Uh, how do we spread the word about the the contributions? And, and this is for both of you gentlemen. There are so many Jamaicans all across the world, right, in, in, in different uh, geographies making contribution and it's and it's not just about you know reggae music or uh, sports but we don't necessarily hear these stories why is that and what do we need to do to get more of these stories out there well one way of getting well one way of I know that is being used to get information out there is um Durban Malcolm Mm -hmm. He has this program, Diaspora Online, right? And he, how he finds these Jamaicans all over the world doing stuff, I'm not sure. So that's one way I know Durban, you know, tries to do that. Um, uh, Leo Gillen, you know, the same thing, right? And um, and a number of others, you know, are doing this thing. I, I remember seeing um, an interview with, with persons in, in Ukraine, Jamaicans studying in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, so the, the, the an effort is being made, right? Um, I'm not sure that, you know, well, for, for Jamaicans, you know, um, we do stuff not necessarily for the recognition or for, you know, being what people have to know what we're doing. So, but effort is definitely being made to do that. Um, if I should call a, a name, for example, um, in the field of, um, of health, with COVID and all of that happening now, right, and a number of um, research being done along that line, you, you, you hear a name like Dr. Hopton Allen. When you hear Dr. Hopton Hallin, you don't hear Dr. Hopton Hallin as a Jamaican, he was recognized for what he's doing, right? So, and there are a number of others, but I just, you know, mentioned Dr. Hopton Hallin because of right. COVID and what's you know. Well, well the, 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 the other part to that, too, is um, we're Canadians, right? And, 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 and I'm going to put that in parentheses. <clears throat> we, the Canadian culture is not to pat ourselves in the back, right? We, we will tell, we'll tell the story of the work is being done and then we move on right um and you know our, our colleagues to the south of the, of the border like they they tell the story and say we're here what i i'm proud <laughs> yes so, so um and I, i'm not saying that one way is right or wrong yeah. um but at, at, at the end of it if we if we want to get the message across, then there's there's a, there's there's a, a way to do it. And um, I'll go back again. We're using social media more than ever before, and uh, every, every so often, you know, um, we hear something might just um, just just pop pop it on um, whatever uh, platform that, that we're using to say, right. you know, this this is what um, what our people are doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we get we're coming to wrap up. So here here's here's the wrap up question. Uh, how do we if you were to give advice, so somebody's listening and you know you get a soundbite to 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 help somebody understand the value of making a contribution as a Jamaican in the diaspora, you know what what would those words be to them? Hmm. Well, the thing I maybe I would say, you know, we are our brothers' keepers, mm -hmm. right? the importance of giving you know in spite of how we might live in jamaica or even here among ourselves if jamaica is in need and they call for assistance and we call a rally people rally to the cause right so yeah. we're always our brother's keepers and we should always remember that yeah you know i have a friend um dr nesbitt he said it's it's in us to give yeah and, it, and it's true and captain i'm going to come to you for the last word uh and you know for those who are watching there's there's this increased uh, social consciousness in the diaspora that is playing itself out. There's, there's, there's this. I'm going to call her a social media phenom, Auntie Donna. And uh, you know, she's not only known for pudding and the food that and the pastries and stuff, but she's known for pioneering a giving mechanism through social media. 
which has now multiplied all across Jamaica and hundreds of thousands of dollars are flowing in to help specific causes from you know doing an operation for a child to sending a kid to university to building a house to buy a piece of land to all kinds of stuff so there's this you're almost doc you're saying it's in the dna right yep. where you know people people can't help themselves them them them, them just do it so, so so captain you get to talk to a couple couple of jamaicans who, who don't get the memo what, what do you say to them you know i i can only go back to my mother there's a song uh, Mahalia Jackson sang it very well. She said, if I can help somebody as I pass along, then my living shall not be in vain, right? And if we use that as a model, um, where we're looking at not how people are going to help me, but for what I've been blessed with, how can I help somebody else? How can I give them a hand up so that tomorrow they're going to have more than what, what they have today. Um, got, got people like us who have um, been blessed to be successful, how do we, do we reach back and give everybody else or whoever can a hand to say, come on up here and see what, what it's like where, where, where I am. That, that's our responsibility, that, that's our duty. Uh, God has blessed us to bless somebody else. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, the clock ticks away and we could do this forever. Captain, uh, Prof, Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on Wataguan National and sharing your perspectives about, you know, the economic and civic contributions that Jamaicans make in the diaspora. Uh, continue to do your great work. Continue to, 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 to celebrate Jamaica and your own personal achievements because I know you guys have done well and will continue to do so. Yeah, thanks, Denavon. And what you're doing is one means of helping to spread. So it's an answer to one of the questions you have to ask. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. All right, guys, take care. All right, bless. Uh, there we go. A conversation about the civic and economic contributions of Jamaican and the Jamaicans in the diaspora as we celebrate Black History Month and celebrate the contributions Jamaicans make all across the world, including here in Canada. Awesome. All right, let's let's do a little a little a little wrap out and then we're gonna have a chat. Yes, yes, man, yes, and that's go on. Beautiful. What a beautiful conversation. You know what I mean? Wow. To pick, um, to pick up back on what um Captain um Doctor says, listen, you are actually I wanna I was thinking the same thing. I want to thank you for this opportunity. For me to be a part of this whole thing that you're doing because i think it's it's a it's a vital importance even you, you know humbly you do the thing very humbly but this is this is this is this is this is what i want and it's it's big for, for no boy people like yourself is here to to bring information and to keep the diaspora strong you know what i mean if it's not like a boy you have to do it you know what i mean it's because you know you do have to do it you know what i mean so yeah. That's why I want to say thank you very much uh, uh, for doing that, and I hope you continue to do that um, from the bottom. From me as a man, personally, as a Jamaican, directly to you, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's part of the calling, no, you know. You know I, I tell you, you know, we all have to find our purpose, and uh, I'm a proud Jamaican, very, very proud Jamaican. And even though Captain's a Canadian, yes, I'm Canadian as well, but we never lose our Jamaican roots. And you know, I want to spread that as far as possible. And I also want to be a positive contributor. I think it's important, especially when we move from a foreign, that we have a mentality that we want to be a positive contributor, right? Because too often, you know, there's this there's this perspective in some corners that, you know, the Jamaican, them, them, them can't do this, or them can't do that. Yeah. But, you know, look at the two guests that we have, great achievers. I know. You know and all, we're all across Canada. We're all... Yeah, and we have enough of them all about the place. Sharon oh. Nelson, big up yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big up Sharon. Another powerful Jamaican. MJ, yeah, likewise, you don't know. It's, 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 listen, we, they used to say them take the brightest out of Jamaica. But it is because something is instilled in us. Like, I work in a community service. And we haven't got to work with smile on my face every day. People wonder what, what, why, or what you're smiling about, you know? I tell us, listen, my predecessor was doing community work for free. 
You know, so they didn't even get a paycheck and they were doing it every day. So this is a Jamaican thing that we have inside of us. And we always want to give back to our um, diaspora. We always want to give back to our people. So that's how we grow. And I think that's, you know, that's what yeah, we have. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We, have to, we have to just do it. And, you know, we encourage everybody to, to contribute. You know, I grew up watching my, my parents do it. I, I grew up uh, a part of it. Uh, and, you know, I encourage my children to do it. It's, it's, it's fun because, you know, they see that example and they want to do it. So we keep pushing and, 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 and being positive contributors. What right? I wanted to say with, um, with Captain, when, when he said the children don't really have the understanding, it's because they don't really, they don't really grow up Jamaica like we. But if we, if we know people who bring them children to Jamaica when they keep them young, over mm. a period of time, and them take up the Jamaican, them, 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 when we talk about money for God, Jamaican thing, they're involved in a part yeah, of it. Man, it's up to, work, man. Yeah, I mean, it's up to we. Well, who well, have to well, make we teach them more about white school and them something. We have to teach them. Well, well, I mean, not that them have experience white school. You know. Exactly, exactly. Well, they have well, to know well, that, well, that, well, that well, exists. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. White squad. White squad, White squad, watch me. Yeah, white squad, kill me. Uh, white squad. Boy, I'm hungry, white squad. Yeah, boy, I'm hungry, white squad, kill me. Yes, that's a good one. Canton, yes, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, good. Well, listen, Shadra, this, this has been awesome. Great conversation. And the reasoning was good. And, you know, we look forward to doing it again next week. So, I'm going to pull out and we're going to leave it with you. Okay. Okay. All right. Take All care. Right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Jano. Thank you very much, everybody, for really joining so far on and, and the show. What I want. And it's absolutely beautiful. Trust me. V Garnet, first time hearing this phrase. Yeah, man. White Squall. If you really know about really hungry in Jamaica, that's White Squall. Um, we were tonight. We're talking about the economic and civic influence of Jamaicans in the diaspora. We spoke with our guests, were Captain Kevin Juna and, and Professor Dr. Silvanus Thompson. Very, very, very outstanding gentlemen, outstanding Jamaican um, uh, men, bright, beautiful. And we have this thing amongst our brother, our brother, that when we stay together, we have this bind, you know. Despite what people say across about all Jamaican and we're going on in a Jamaica, but we have this love and this care and this togetherness that we share with our with our friends and, and, and family that we are even the people that go to Jamaica to visit Jamaica, once they leave Jamaica, they call Jamaica their second home, right? So we have to we have to embellish on that and anybody in the way you come from know Jamaican people, you know a person from Jamaica, you know that we are beautiful people. And we are people of love. So let's go back to the, the word of the day. Okay? We need to um see if anybody can anybody else can send me some comment about the word of the day. White squall. This is the word of the day. Uh, we want to we want we want some participation. Um Sean, I never heard about white squall before. Yama, white squall bite you, may I tell you, my girl. Bitter like a girl. <laughs> Now, in Jamaica, <coughs> some people face some real hung times, some difficult times, right? And I think this is one of the things that when we carry here in Canada, we, we recognize the fact that if we have some food in our fridge, our, our people back home, our family or friends, are just people, our own Jamaican people would like to be able to have some things to sell. This is why we always try to get up and, you know, try to help back in the diaspora because white squad is white squad terrible. First time, yeah. Okay, so this is a good one. This is a good one. I want you guys to stay in touch with us every week to hear um different part of word where you can where you can learn. Um, especially the ones them who, who like migrated when time you were younger and didn't get a chance to see I hear enough of the word real real Jamaican rapper. Make sure you guys follow us. Um follow us what I go on, on Facebook, we're on the Instagram, what I go on, on YouTube, what I go on, we on LinkedIn. What I want, make sure so you keep follow us. We want to hear from you. Tell your friends about um, the program. Let us start sending your videos and your clip and say, Yo, we love what I go on, and that I go on. And we'll put it up in our intro. We'll put your video in so your friends and family in Jamaica can actually see what I go on. Okay, so, so look, 
before we're talking about next week now, okay? Next on next week, what I go on national, we're gonna have our special guest, Dr. Sandra M. Palmer and Jack and Jacqueline Edwards. We're talking about defining success as a black woman. What a beautiful subject next week. Defining success as a black woman. That's next week. Make sure you guys tune in. I'm still going to be the host. For all of March, I'm going to be the host. Okay, so make sure so you tune in and, and make it a date and don't be late. And then we are talk about what I want and that I want, right? Um, maybe, maybe we can get Donovan online for giving me a theme, theme, theme subject about, about white squall. Because I don't hear Donovan use it in no sentence yet. White squad, so white squad sentence. <laughs> uh, well, everybody said already, brother. Sometimes you know, uh, things get rough on white squad, kill you. But I don't know, short chances are some white squad are reaching, yeah, man. Yeah, yes, yes. Are, are some of the money when they are prison white squad supposed to reach them hard? Can you imagine? And yeah, this yeah, white squad supposed to worse than them cook what you don't want. Shana, make sure you join us next week. We're going to have another interesting patwa for you. Probably another one that you never even heard about. Heard about because, you know, patwa is a fully, a fully, a fully sitting, a fully dialect, a fully story. Okay? So, um, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really want to tell you thank you very much for joining us tonight. It was really great having you guys. Um, like I said, the, the topic was the economic and civic influence of Jamaicans in the diaspora. Our, our guest was Captain Kevin Juna and Professor Silvano Stamson. We want to say thank you very much for joining for joining us and, and being a part of um, Wataguan, the program Wataguan that tells us about our information and the information at Jamaica. For Jamaican and Canadian people are fully seeing things. So at that aguan, what aguan, right? One yeah, man, wanna say big up yourself, big up yourself, MJ. Enough respect for the hard work. See? Donovan, one more. Yeah. I wanna say thank you very much, everybody. Have a beautiful night. And we'll see you next time. Make it the date and don't be late and stay tuned. I'm out. That's what I do.